Hello and welcome to Yerushalmi Peah, Dav Chav Vav. Two interesting points, one about agricultural know-how, and the other one, let's talk about leopard. So um, the first thing is that the Machlok is between Beis Shalmi and Beis Hillel here. The Gemara says that if you uh, crowd in um, the uh, seeds among big trees, so what does Beis Shalmi say? It's not normal for people to introduce seeds, like grains and stuff, among trees. And the Mepharshim explain it's because uh, the trees have shade and they mess up the, the seeds from planting, from growing properly, because they need a lot of sunlight and not shade. So it's fascinating because, again, we see that the Tanam and Amram, they understood science. And I know there's a big discussion, and this is beyond the scope of this conversation. Is it that they understood it from a Torah? Is it that they got the knowledge and they applied it? Some Tover held that there was a large amount of knowledge that was gathered. Of course, it was known from Torah as well in some aspects, but also just knowing science was a very important thing. Chazanish had also similar shitas. I know people might get upset and say, well, that's not what Chazanish actually held. Chazanish has a very complex opinion about it. But basically, yes, there was a lot there from the Torah, but also just understanding science helped understand things. And again, the Gemara talks about moist onions. Do they get preserved properly, etc., etc. So you see there's a tremendous amount of scientific knowledge. Let's come on to the Mishnah mentioned this idea of a menamer sadeu. If you make your field into patches, whether you give peah for one or multiple. Okay. So the Gemara says, what does the word menamer mean? So it says, kahadein nimra. It means to make it like a spotted leopard. Okay. So I want to talk about the spotted leopard. So first I looked in, okay, where do you find the spotted leopard? So I figured let's look in um, Parakshira. But unfortunately, it doesn't talk about a leopard there. So then I said, no, wait a minute. Let's go to that Mishnah. Of course, of course, it's that Mishnah. But I want to just quote a couple of things. So the leopard obviously is spotted. And the Pasuk in Yeremiah, uh, Parak Yud Gimel, Pasuk Chaf Gimel says, kushi oro. Could the dark person change his skin? Or the number Chabarbarosov. And could the leopard change its spots? So obviously you see that in this, in these words of Chazal, the spots are considered kind of a negative thing. And again, if we think about it, um, the word kireach means spotted. Sometimes it's also used as an insult, but definitely having spots is something that's interesting. So let's go to the Mishnah in Perkeavos and just do a little bit of a review, and we'll find some interesting things. So it's Perkei Mishnah Chaf. Yehuda ben Tema Omer, Havi Az Kanamer, Vikal Kanesher, Varatz Kitzvi, So seemingly, it seems like you're supposed to borrow these attributes from the animals, and one of them is Az Kanamer. You should be brazen like the leopard. It's going to be an important phrase in a minute. To do the will of God. Also, Yehuda ben Tema used to say, Az Panam Legehenim, somebody that's brazen goes to hell. So wait a minute. You just said that I should be Az Kanamer. Now you're telling me Az Panam goes to hell. So which one is it? So obviously, the, the answer is very simple. It's very clear that if you're Az, and not with a pun in part, by the way, which we'll talk about in a moment, if you're Az and you have a brazenness, for God, for Hashem, then that's correct. But if it's just Stam Az Panim, which is brazenness, then that's where he goes to Gehenim. And again, the Az Panim means that on your face, you show a brazenness towards inappropriate things, as opposed to Az that a person has an inner resolve. So az panim means haughtiness, that I'm brazen and haughty. But So th- that's what the az panim is. And boshes panim means humility, and that's why the Mishnah continues, boshes panim leganeden, that's a good thing. So while you're a boshes panim, you could still be az kanamer, which means that when it comes to the last of the Son you have an internal resolve, and you're not embarrassed of anything. But again, we see that there's some element of embarrassment that, that it has, which is what the spots are. It's an embarrassment. And yet, it still is brazen. So I want to talk about that in a moment. Yehira Salam Fanacha, very strange thing in the Mishnah. Your city should be built. 
in our days speedily. Again, that's the last of that you have to have the right intention. Hashem, I'm doing this for you. I want your base of to be just rebuilt from the place of destruction that it's in right now. And um, I want you to to give us a portion in your Torah. This is beyond the scope that Mishnayis, if they were written in the time of the base of Midrash, were standing. So what's going on? Obviously, this was added later. But the point is that that is the antidote for So listen to the Rav. Very fascinating, Rav. You might not have known this. So the word leopard obviously comes from the root of Leo, leopard. So Leo is a lion. So we know that a lion, it's in the same cat family. That we knew. But I bet you didn't know this. Azkanamar says the Rav, the number, the leopard, it was born from a, um, from a forest pig. And from a lavia, which is a female lioness. Why? What happens? Because the animal, the lioness, uh, wanted to get pregnant. And so she puts her head into the um, forest. And she is tovas, the zacher. And she sees this chazir. So it hears her. And it, and it, and it lives with her. And then the, the number comes out. Now, it's a mamzer, and therefore it's azpanim, which Chazal say that azpanim is a mamzer, which we'll see, we'll talk about in a minute. So even though it has no gevura at all, it's still azpanim. Now again, things that are created out of taiva are usually defective. So that's why the Eshesifah Torah is usually a mensoramora, an element that there's a defect. It wasn't a healthy marriage, it wasn't a healthy connection. So don't, you should be brazen to ask your Rebbe questions if you don't understand. And that's the shot. Um, okay, so... Agav, if you look at the Rav, it's a nice shot about keep on a base of English. So I want to go to uh, two points. So one of them is that that's the pshat. The pshat is that you have to be az kanamar. The number has so many things against it. It's a mamzer because, right, it's its mother was with a different animal. It's a, I wouldn't say it's a benita, which we'll get to in a second, but there's something wrong with it, okay? Um, so it, it's actually probably not a benita because the the most lionesses, when they are in heat, so they are actually um, ovulating. So, But we'll come back to that in a minute. That's why I said it. Um, but the point is that it's a defective animal, at least according to the Rav. Certainly, there's something wrong with it. And certainly, it has spots. But nonetheless, it's still a brazen animal. And so that's how we have to serve Hashem. Even if we look in the mirror sometimes and we feel defective, we can't have any embarrassment. We say, we charge ahead and do the right thing. That's that's how I believe the Pshat is. And that's that's Menomer Sadeo. So I want to say two more things. One of them is that you know often we look at these animals and we say, okay, that's a cool animal. Oh, by the way, it fits into this Mishnah, Menomer Sadeo. No, no. The Rebbe Hashem Chazal say that, like more in Ervin, Bobli, that Hashem, if Hashem would have given the Torah, we would learn different mitos, different animals. So we would learn Torah concepts from the, from all the animals. We have to see Hashem from the world around us. So the pshat is that Hashem created the leopard so we can understand this mishnah of what Amanamar Sadeo means, what it means to create it like spots. And there are many lessons to learn from these animals, and this is one of them. Agav, the Beis Yosef, brings down, right, the Torah opens up with <coughs> Yudim and Tema. This is so important, this memra. Okay, last thing I want to leave you off with, Samara Makomas, take a look at Masechus Kala, Perik Sheni, where Yehuda says, Az Leganim, and by the way, it should say we would have been up, but that's obviously this Mishnah. Um, Boshes Bosh Panam Liganeden, Az Panam Revelyazer says he's a Mamzer. Yeshua says Benita, and Rekiva says it's a Mamzer and Benita. So much to say about Rekiva. He says it's both. So then there's a story that two kids walk by. One of them covered their head in order to show respect for the rabbis, and one of them uncovered it. So each one of them said their opinion. Uh, Reb uh, Reb Yehuda said, sorry. Rav Eliezer said that kid's a mamzer. Rav Yeshua said he's a benita, and then Rekiva said he's a mamzer. Agav, Rav Eliezer, and Rav Yeshua were the two rabbeim of Rekiva, but it seems like they became colleagues because there's a different girsav here of Chavercha, your friends, or Rabosecha, your rabbis. Ayin Shem. 
Perik Shani. Anyway, so they said to Rakiva, you're wrong. How can you say that? It's only... But really, Rakiva was saying like both of them. So Rakiva asked the mother, and actually, I and Chum, there's a lot of details about that, but he asked her and she said, yes, I was a, I was a Nida when I got married and I and I slept with a Shushvin and this child came out. So it's right. He was a Mamzer and a Ben Nida. Ramosha Feinstein brings this as one of his proofs that if somebody is dating a girl or vice versa and finds out that she was a Bas Nida, that it's put her to marry her if she has good Midos. Because he says, you see from Chazal, they have bad Midos. Agav Stipler also says a similar thing in Yuvamus. Um, I've talked about this before. In Likutim, um, he has a letter where he writes about this exact, very similar as far, and also brings a couple of Marmokomos. He brings down, I believe, that actually only one other Marmokom that, that's well known about this topic, but he basically says the exact same thing. But you see from Hazal that people that are created out of Taiva don't have very good Bidos, which makes sense because, um, like the Ramban says in a Garis HaKodesh, that the parents influence the child. And yet, Afalpikein, Azpanim, we have to, not Azpanim, sorry, Az Kanamar, we have to take that one Mita of the Namer, and despite the deficiencies that we all have, we have to serve Hashem with our full strength and vigor without any embarrassment. Thanks for listening. Have a great day.